I have to first say thank you to those of you um, who spent time to put this together. Um, I too was surprised when I was asked to come and speak and I was tempted to leave it kind of on red for a second so that I could think about it. But then I was like, you know, um, I, I have an experience to share. And as I'm sitting over here and I'm looking at the cards that I spent writing over and over and over again, I have thoughts, uh, new thoughts that I didn't really recognize that I had before. Um, it's no secret that in our country right now that we are experiencing evidence of racial divide. Um, I think as I was sitting over there, I started to feel guilty as a mom um, just because I had my son when I was like 18, almost 19 years old. And so I already knew that his life would be stigmatized because I'm a young mom. I knew that whenever I dropped him off at school and they didn't see his dad's information on his profile sheet, that instantly he would start to be looked at differently because he doesn't have someone else there. Um, and this is not even on my note card, so just please give grace for the pauses or random thoughts that just seem to pop up. But as I was sitting over there and I was thinking that, you know, all my life, like I have just been, or all of his life I've been in school, um, because in my mind, if I achieved all these different things and I could afford for us to live in a better community, that he would not have to be stigmatized as the typical black boy, you know? And so, you know, literally all of this is coming to me over there um, as I was sitting and I'm happy that I forgot to put mascara on because it would have been all over my face. And so as I think about these things and I think about just being a black mom in general about the different guilts the different pressures that we have, for example, you know, just teaching them when you get pulled over, you have to keep your hands on the steering wheel. Don't look left. Don't look right. Keep your driver's license and your insurance information in a place where it looks like you're not reaching for something so you don't get shot. Or when I think about um, just in general, that when whenever we moved into this community, I'm thinking, OK, we live in a good community, so I'm not going to have to defend him because I've already set him up for success. But that's not the case for everyone because to some people, his skin color is, is a threat. No matter what kind of degrees his mom has, no matter what household he's walking from, no matter, no matter what. And so I think as I was sitting over there, I just started to feel a sense of guilt. Like, am I preparing my son for, for what the, the, the world sees right now? Am I, am, I, am I actually hurting him more than helping him because I've shielded him from these things? Because in my mind, hey, you know, we're going to put you in a great school. You're going to get these degrees and then you're going to get the jobs that you want. When in reality, I have plenty of friends even still to this day who are like, they didn't get the job because someone told them like, oh, you don't fit what we're looking for here. And it's like, well, why not? You know, sometimes we don't get the answers that we want at times. And so I just really am thankful for all of you who are who are sitting here today, just equipping yourself with the knowledge to share with someone else of how you guys can help to um, partner with everybody to lead the change because it can't just be uh, black people fighting for something. It can't be Asian people fighting for, fighting for something. It can't just be white people for fighting for something, but we're a community. And if we're go going to coexist together, then we have to be willing to get down to the nitty gritty and understand each other's story, stop being ashamed. And even for me now, like this is not what I had on my note card. And it was much prettier than what I'm saying now, because I think for so long, because 
you know, I am my my grandma is is white. So for so long, because I don't look exactly like a lot of my friends in the black community, I haven't been allowed to speak as loud as they have been because they look at me as kind of not as much a part of them. And so I'm just here to say that I am a mom raising a black son and I do feel a sense of guilt that I do have to expose him to these things because if I want him to help lead the change, then how does he know what to change if he doesn't know what the problem is? And so as I sit out here and I look at all of the faces, I honestly didn't expect this many people to be here. Um, And if I would have known, I would have probably been a little bit more nervous ahead of time. But I'm so thankful that all of you are here and just willing to open up your minds and your hearts to to ignite that change. And I'm so thankful for this program, Forerunner. When I got the flyer from my son's school, I checked it out. I think I did so much research online. I think I emailed them a ton of questions because I couldn't believe that a program like this would exist, especially in a community that is known for being so affluent. And I'm an educator seven minutes away from here, and it's like 100% low socioeconomical status, and we don't have programs as strong as this in our school district. So my one true wish is that everything that everyone has shared here today, that you have heard something that is impactful to you, that you can share it with someone else, and then it can grow exponentially. So it doesn't stop with you. It doesn't stop with your household, but that you can share it, and it's a ripple effect because that's what we're going to need if we want to see true change. Thank you. And piggybacking off, off of Logan, if you're a parent, I don't care if your kid's eight months, eight years old, or 18 years old, I think it wouldn't hurt to have a conversation right? About race, about these things that are going on. I think that would be a good idea for us as parents.